0: This is Dante, and you are now tuned in to the Smoking Profit podcast. I want to thank you so much for listening. This is going to be a pretty special episode because it's completely unscripted. Lola and I have a live conversation with our spiritual brother, Mr. Philip M. Watson, and it was amazing. So, we want you to listen to some hilarious stories about how we met each other, some experiences that we've had, and Philip's crazy story about this journey that he took to a horse farm. Now, this is going to be a two part episode, so stay tuned in.
1: So, for those that are coming on, this is going to be something different tonight. <laughs> when we talk, we always have the best conversation. Yes. Like when you've talked to Philip, it's been like. Epic. And when I talk to Philip, it's like. And I'm like, man, you have the most stories, the most experiences. I'm just like, <laughs> man, this is just so awesome. It's too <laughs> awesome. For us not to share it with other people. Yes. Grace and peace, everybody. So this is Life Talks. It's organic and prophetic conversations between friends. So this is purely organic tonight, meaning we have not scripted anything. No. We, we have, have not no staged idea. anything. So Nothing. A couple of, a couple of us have have bubbles going on in our belly. Just a little bit. And then others are, like, super excited,
2: like, yeah. And I got bubbles. I got bubbles in my red cup. I got (laughs) orange bubbles. Orange (laughs) orange bubbles. Orange juice. You like orange juice or orange soda?
1: I'm going to say soda.
2: (laughs) I have to let the saints know I'm not backsliding with my red cup. You know what I mean?
1: Automatically, when you see the red cup, the red cup is like a a traditional party cup, right?
2: Right, right, right. Uh-oh, what he got?
0: Right.
2: right,
1: And don't let it be a double cup, <laughs> then it's some trouble. Like, if your cup is doubled up, it's trouble. So I'm
2: glad you put that disclaimer exactly. out here. Yes, Phillip's got the little <laughs> cup. He said I was like, oh no, Phillip, going on? <laughs> I like, y'all said organic, you know, this is, hey, you know, it's a party,
1: you know. <laughs> so, what's up everybody thanks for coming on let's go ahead and just do some introductions we know that i know a lot of your people you know a lot of uh, my people i know some of dante's people and all that stuff so let's just do some basic introductions who wants to go first Ooh,
0: who wants to go first oh and
1: like how okay let's do introductions but also like how we met or whatever
2: okay okay well go ahead with well, y'all two first yeah y'all go ahead
1: well we gotta go first Okay, I'll go first. Thank cool.
2: You. All right, so what up everybody? Um, a lot of you all I probably know because we kind of know similar people, but then again, I know that, you know, Lola Cabaya and uh, or Lola Barlow, you know, or you know, Dante Barlow, you know, uh Dante y'all probably Kibaya. know a different type different type of audience, you know what I mean? So this is how I met Lola Cabaya. Who ended up introducing me to Dante Barlow okay so I you know we was doing the periscope y'all know I'll be doing a soapscope and stuff like that um, and then I noticed that she would be doing broadcast on Periscope as well but then when I would see her Facebook uh, stuff, I was in love with her flyers I'd be like yo! man these flyers are dope who is this like i need some of this in my life like on the real i need some of these flyers straight up so that's why i call her the queen of the kingdom flyers you know lola kabaya the queen (laughs) of the kingdom flyers you know what i mean so that's how i met her but then and then from there you know what i mean you know i met well the way i'm the first way i met dante barlow believe it or not is a story Never met this man, but I wanted to meet him because I'm like, yo, I definitely want to chop it up with the, you know, with the cat who's the husband of the person who'll be hooking me up with these dope flyers, you know? <laughs> and so long story short is, um, I have a dream one day, y'all straight up. I had a dream. I never talked to this man a day of my life. I had like, I didn't know nothing about this cat. You know, I ain't know how he sounded like, I, I mean, I don't, you know, I ain't know him. I ain't never met him, you know? So I'm sitting there and I had this dream about him, you know, and in this particular dream or whatever, you know, it was like a word of knowledge um, of dream. And what was funny was in in this particular dream, right? um, We were at a deliverance thing and it was like Kimberly McNutt's um, thing or whatever. And I was over on the side. And so Lola and her husband walk in. This is in a dream. And when they walk in, Lola like sends her husband off to the side with me and then she keeps on going and then i remember it was like you know uh it was something not going into all the particulars but long story short it was something uh it was like a message or whatever um Mm -hmm. that god was doing um with communication that was like a word of knowledge and Mm -hmm. so i initially when i had the dream i woke up and i initially just wanted to call her and say yo i got a word for your husband uh-huh. Like, I just had this crazy dream, woo, woo, woo. But then I was like, woo, man, woo, that's woo. gonna sound a little kind of weird, you know what I mean? So I was right. like, let me just pray about this. And so that prayer started one day, but then it lasted for like a few days, right? And so then it just so happened that after those few days, I happened to hear the Holy Spirit say, yo, call her right now and mm-hmm. tell her about the dream. And so when I call her, because again, that's I don't know him. Far. And this is tripped out. So when I call her, he picks up the phone. He happened to have her phone this particular day. You know what I mean? So he answered the phone, say hello. And I'm like, and I'm like, oh, this this not saying. She's like, yeah. So I get geeked. You know, those of y'all that know me, y'all know I get hyped. So I'm like, oh, I'm like, yo, check this out, man. I know you don't know me from a can of paint. But look, I had this crazy dream. Yo, I got to tell you this dream. I was actually calling for you. So long story short that's how i ended up meeting dante barlow
1: yeah and that's so crazy we um actually did a um, short short message about how god speaks to us through people Mm -hmm. off of like that experience and we talked about that dream and like the interpretation and a little bit of stuff from there i don't know if you want
0: and you know the amazing thing about that is we had been talking about communication together me and lola Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like we did the podcast maybe the day before Philip called. Right. And it just so happened, it was a snow day, and Philip called and I answered, and he's like, oh, man, yeah, yeah. This is a, a whole message about communication. And me and Philip had the most entertaining, energetic conversation. I was just like, I love this dude, man. Because mm-hmm. it was, he was so open. He was just like, I just want to pray for you right now. So let's go, yeah. man. Let's pray. Oh. Right. Yeah, that I was about that. Thank you. Yeah,
1: that was super dope. But yeah, like that's crazy that the first time you met him, it's like <laughs> you met him in a dream. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then right. You, you call, you get him on the phone, and the very thing that the Lord showed you in the dream that you had was right. what him and I just recorded for the podcast. Yes. Coming up. Like,
2: wow.
1: That was like that's just it's just so amazing. That confirmation, Like right. when that stuff happens, you would be like. I cannot deny that God is real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like,
2: yeah, 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 you know? yeah.
1: So yeah, that was dope. You want to go next, or where
0: you want me to go? Um, yeah. Am I doing when I met you? When I met you? You do
1: introduction and whenever you met, whatever.
0: Okay. So um, I'm in Dante Barlow, and um, let me see. Of course, you guys just heard my first meeting with Philip, which was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I love every second about that just because, as I said, Philip's extremely open. I can have conversations with him, and he's just, there's so much energy, man. It's just mm-hmm. awesome because you can tell someone who's passionate, mm-hmm. and I could just enjoy having a conversation with Philip. And we'll talk about stuff um, like business and uh, things Philip is doing. I'm just like, man, I love this because he has a drive, and that's so cool. Mm-hmm. And then let me get over here to Lola. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: so,
1: don't, don't, don't don't
0: do that. What? Okay. No, our the introduction to Lola was was very quick. It was uh, super simple too. It was um, me and Lola both work at the time. Me and her both worked in the same building. We both worked for the same company. And um, we're on an we actually meet on an elevator. So she's already on the elevator. I'm walking in, and both of us have our heads down looking at our phones. So we're not even you know noticing each other at the time. And then suddenly she's like. How tall are you? Which, if anyone knows anything about me, I'm six five. So he's it's really like a, tall. It's a normal question for me. <laughs> really, <laughs> Diane? She, <laughs> she says, snap spectrum, time."
1: <laughs> <saw> her, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry,
0: Lord. I was like, she got me. Okay, so, um, she asked me how tall I was, and it was just a normal question. I was like, "Oh, I'm six she's And she said, oh, you're tall. I was like, oh, thank you. And we kept it moving,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: that was just the start of, let's say, a, a series of random run-ins on the elevator on the same floor. like that, random run-ins. Random run-ins, yes. (laughs) Until one amazing October day where I was actually changing departments, and I'm like, oh, I hadn't seen her in a while, so I say, let me go ahead and shoot my shot. Shoot my shot. She would like to say shoot my shot. (laughs) That's (laughs) what it was, fella. And the shot went in.
2: Go ahead, bro.
0: (laughs) So, yes, the (laughs) shot went in. It went in. Hey, look, I'm here, it went right. So, right, but no. Um, she's just amazing. Yeah, and I'm. I learned that I'm so much better with her, and God mm-hmm. has a plan. Cause you'll ask her, I was not her first choice, <laughs> as she likes to say.
1: Not because anything's wrong with them, but just
0: like, oh, I'm sorry, I was not her type. That's that's what she right. said. it was it just. Mm-hmm wasn't. Yes. But God needs
1: something different. Exactly.
0: You
1: know I'm saying? And so. here we are. Mm. Okay. Then. Bye. Up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <answer>. up. <laughs> right. So I'm Lola and the, you heard how I first met Dante. Yes. and That was great. This is how I first met Philip. So it was through Periscope. Man, Periscope was like so like changing for me i've met so many amazing people through periscope but i remember that um your apostle john eckhart had come on philip and he started doing these 50 days um for the yeah. states like so it was like yeah for the 50 states of america and like all of these people were coming on and just praying and so like um he began to tell people who to go and follow mm-hmm. so i started following Um, Anthony D Howard, I started following Michelle J Miller, now Miller Boston, because she's married to Mr. Marcus Boston, um, Marcus L Boston, sorry. And then I started following Philip Watson and some other people from there too. Dr. Alexis Mastin Mm. and some other um, amazing people, but I started following them and started listening to their messages. Anthony and Philip used to do like crazy deliverance messages. So that was right. so cool to me. And then um Philip would do these things called soap scope, which a lot of people on here have been <laughs> saying that you need to comments. come back and do soap scope. Okay.
2: <laughs>
1: so soap scope is not done. Like you're gonna have to Right, right. Yeah, you have to come back and do that. But soap right. scopes are like biblical meditation. Mm. And he would just put music on and just dig into the word. And I'm not talking about like a lot of words sometimes it would just be like a scripture and from the scripture or one word or one word. And it would just go and go and go, but just so amazingly peaceful stuff. Right. So I ended up going to Chicago after that, I think for a writer's conference. And when I went up for the writer's conference, I was like, I want to go to crusaders church. I was like, I want to go there. I forgot about this. Yeah. So I went into crusaders on Sunday morning Mm -hmm. and We were there, and we saw Anthony D. Howard first. Shout out to him and his beautiful wife, by the way. We saw them um, first, me and um, my oldest, our oldest son now. Mm -hmm. And then I got to meet Philip. Now, you guys, when I meet people sometimes, like, God will allow me to feel stuff from them. It's crazy. Like, sometimes I can, like, look at messages, look at people's social media, and I can feel stuff. So, like, when I walked up to Philip. All I felt from him was like love. That's all I felt. Do you remember me telling you that? Yeah. I was
2: like, oh my God. I remember I that. So, I feel so much love. Like, all I felt from him was like love. And if you all don't know, I felt so was- saved. I felt so saved when she told me that, y'all. <laughs> I felt so saved. You know what I mean? Is- I was like, where's my halo? Where's <laughs> right. my white robe? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Crazy like, oh, the stuff, real. Like, <laughs> you know?
1: Just Saint Saint Philip of Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> Where here, you, are, you know what I'm saying? Of wherever the church is, so uh, you know. Yeah, I just felt all this love, and I was just like, "Oh my gosh, like that was so amazing." And he's just been so consistent, mm-hmm. like from the time that I've known him, and he is consistently him. Like so, he is. <laughs> he is funny. He yes. is. He is unorthodox. You know what i'm saying like you know how to put your bow tie yeah. on and look oh, like straight up comment about that. you know straight up like classic philip you yeah. know what i'm saying but then you also know how to just be straight up like whatever
0: and i just white
2: yes what'd like- you gonna say barlow B- <laughs> big barlow was gonna say so. what'd you go say
0: no no i just saw the comments about that bow tie. i'm like wait what's th- what's this about a bow tie sir i gotta see these
2: Oh yeah, you ain't seen my bow tie fresh, man. No. You know that's my other. You know I get I get you know every now and then. You know I get bow tie fresh. You know I look like a i look like a Farrakhan's uh, lead security person. You know, <laughs> but you know without the suit though. You know what I mean? I I do a little twist with it with the with the sweaters and Especially stuff like if you that. Have you know,
1: parting your head, you definitely gonna look
2: like that. Yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs>
1: definitely gonna look like that. But that is how, first of all, those are the introductions, yes. and that's how we all met. Now, boom, from there, how are we still connected? Mm. We work together. Yes. A lot. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
2: So, basically, y'all, like, Lola, she does my flyers, right? She does my flyers and but this is how the flyers go it's like it's really weird so she's like (laughs) a really creative person right so she the type of person who you know you got to tell her the thing but then after you tell her the vision you got to just like leave her alone like don't say nothing to her you know what i'm saying just totally get out the way like don't call her don't remind her don't don't text nothing nothing like that but a lot of times these flyers These flyers kind of come out of like crazy, you know, tripped out just God type of moment conversations Mm -hmm. or something like that, you know, because she's that type of, you know, like she, she, you know, I don't know how to really explain how she does what she does, but. It's like she starts seeing things. So I know it sounds like I'm doing a plug for her, y'all. And I know we said we was going to do the life talk. But let me just tell all y'all out there right now, if y'all need a bomb, real, artsy, dope flyer, you know what I'm saying? And let me not limit it to that artsy because she does different styles. So if you really need, like, something that will just make your thing pop, you really need to uh, holler at her um and she's like really into like um just into some of everything but that's kind of like how it goes you kind of gotta you gotta give her the flyer and stuff but the thing is though you know she's like really invested like into life and stuff like that so you know you might like for instance i might be sitting here we might be like yeah you know so um i was on facebook you know and i just felt like the lord you know, he had given Dante a word, you know what I'm saying, a, a word of knowledge about me wearing bow ties or something like that. And you know what I mean? And I'm, I'm figuring out why is that in my spirit? And she'd be like, you know what? Shout out to the father. Let me tell you, this is what you need to do, you know? And then she'll be like, you know what I'm saying? And next thing you know, she done came up with this dope concept. And then next thing you know, it's like, oh, okay, yo, let's put a flyer to that thing. You know what I'm saying? And then that thing be popping. So y'all y'all need to holler at her on the the flyer, straight up. Philip, first
1: of all, I'm glad to know what you really think
2: I sound like. He said, shout out to the father. Yo. Hey, so look, check this out. Check this out, y'all. So we was talking, right? And we was on some organic stuff, right? We was just on some organic stuff. Now, I'm going to tell you something. Something that keeps popping up in my head right now as we were talking is, you know, there's there's always, every time I'm talking to them, I always end up saying something, right? And then it'd be like, uh, uh, it might be like, oh, okay, you never shared this with me. So you know what keeps popping up to me right now? What? This is... is uh is the story i know i mentioned it to you loosely but the Mm -hmm. story about the horse did i tell y'all the full story about the horse
1: no you haven't told dante and i want to hear about the story again
2: okay so let me tell you about the horse let me tell y'all about the horse y'all so here we go so we
1: philip has the best stories ever like the experiences that he's had yo they're like they're like they're too good to be made up. It's like this, this. so, God just gave you all the best stories, right? He just wrote your story like I'm just gonna give it all to you.
2: Yo, you're
1: like, you're like Paul in Second Corinthians 12, where he said I've had so many experiences and revelations I can't even tell you. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just so many, and this happened, so I can't be conceited. But yeah, you're so, so humble. You. But go ahead, I'm sorry.
2: Yo, it's all good. Like hey, y'all. So check this out. This story I'm about to tell y'all, like this whole thing literally came out of just the organic conversation yesterday where I was sharing with her about going undercover inside of a Hindu temple. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to tell that story right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to keep it on the whole story right now. You know what I'm right. saying? And you know, if, y'all wanna, if we want to talk about that later, we can. So check this out, right? So let me tell you about this horse thing. So it was last year, actually, um, almost around this time. It was like the second week of August, right? And so I get a call from somebody and somebody tells me, hey, the Lord had really put you on my heart because they really wanted me to sow into your Jesus lover live recording that you're doing, right? And I was like, oh, wow, that is so awesome. And they said, yeah, the only thing is, I don't do the whole PayPal cash app thing. So in order to get the money, you got to come out and get it. So I'm like, all right, where well, I got to go. So I had to roll out to Lake Geneva, which is probably like an hour and a half outside of Chicago. Right. So I get uh-huh. in the car and I'm riding out to Lake Geneva. Right. Uh huh. And so when I get out there, I get I get in this. All of a sudden, I'm at this crib. And the the crib, it's not just a house, but their backyard is like a horse stable. Oh, wow. okay. Uh-huh. I'm talking about like a big 13 horse stable. Oh. Okay, they got a yeah. 13 horse stable on one side, and then they actually had a horse like pavilion auditorium on the other side. Seriously, where they where they race the horses around, right? So, y'all know, I don't know nothing about horses except Mr. Ed, okay? I know Mr. Ed, and I know the horses that the policemen will ride on. So, I'm already outside of my element when I come out there, because I'm sitting here like, okay, like, where am I at, right? You know? And so, the person is like, yeah, um, you know, it was them and their daughter. The husband wasn't there at the time. Um, I get to the husband later. So, it's like, yeah, want you to uh, see our horses. So I'm like, okay, this is really uh unique. So I just go in, they're about to introduce me to their horses, right? Now, this is the thing. Every one of their horses has a biblical name. You know, they had they they felt that God had given them a word um for their particular horses, and that they had even had a visitation with Jesus about their horses. Seriously. So I'm sitting here like, wow, like this is tripped out. So going around and they telling me these different things about the horses right so i'm like all right cool but then they tell me that two that uh three of their horses have been under attack especially their prize horse and they talked about how there are these mysterious injuries on their horses right Mm -hmm. just out of nowhere and their prize horse they said whenever they send this horse out around the other horses other horses would end up attacking this prize horse and wow. they didn't now now let me tell you about these horses. These are these are Spanish horses. Now I la, la, I know I'm about to sound like an expert, y'all. I'm just telling y'all what she told me. Because I ain't know <laughs> nothing about horses. I told y'all Mr. Ed, the police, you know, and you know. Uh, mama, and and Burger King. You know what I'm saying? You know <laughs> <laughs>
1: Burger
2: King. So <laughs> no. look, I'm gonna leave that alone. That's so it. look seriously <laughs> seriously right so i'm sitting in, and i'm like okay um um i don't know nothing about no horses but this lady is telling me you know about this stuff and these spanish horses um they actually train them to do something i I forgot the name of it but it's the horse dancing stuff it's like okay. when the horses do dances in the olympics okay. it's it's something that the horses do in the olympics they do this 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 dance it's not for horse racing it's for this horse dance that they do in the olympics Mm -hmm. and so these are like horses like they train them to like be in the olympics to compete you know what i'm saying like these is like big time horses you know and i found out like spanish horses can cost like 70 grand uh, you know 100 grand yeah seriously for one horse that's crazy i'm googling that seriously oh my god so check this so check this out right so Um, she's telling me the things, and then she tells me about the prize horse. So we go over to the prize horse, right? Now, this is real what I'm about to tell y'all. I am not exaggerating. Okay, what I'm about to tell y'all. I told you the
1: Lord gave you every good story.
2: Look, this is real talk. (laughs) So we go over to the prize horse, and they're telling me about the prize horse, how this horse is getting attacked, how um there's there's these mysterious things that appeared on their legs. Now, They need their legs. Why? Because this is how they make their money with the horses because of the particular dances. So not only are these mysterious things on their legs, but also they constantly get attacked. So the name of the horse was Kapura. Um, uh, uh, It was like Kapura or something. But I remember it was the Greek name for atonement. Right. It was the Greek name for atonement. So the lady asked me, can I pray for her horses? Right? right? So automatically I'm sitting here like on some, what? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know, so I ain't gonna front. You know, I know y'all be seeing me like, man, Phillip, he loved to pray for people. Right. For people. For people. What, what My faith was, was for people.
1: You, what did you do with I t- you? What did your faith
2: do? The, I, you want to be honest? Over, no. let, me, let me be honest. My face was like this.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, y'all y'all know that
2: y'all know that little fake y'all know that little smile, you, just know. you know. Yeah, I mean? like, uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> <We love laughs> you know what I'm, saying? Oh so I'm there like you know, cause I was already smiling. And then she telling me, and I'm like, okay, you mean like? She like, yeah, I, w- I want you to pray for my horses. I want you. So I'm like, okay, all right. So. You know, then she begins to share a story with me about how Jesus had uh, uh, visited her um, and this particular vision about Jesus on horses. So when she tells me that story, my faith gets stirred up. Mm-hmm. Seriously, like my faith wasn't there wasn't yet. But when she told me Jesus visited her, I said, well, hey, look, all right, Jesus, if you visiting her, then you're going to have to do something with these horses then. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't know about how to pray for horses. Right. So you know what I'm saying? straight up. Break I'm telling y'all this a real talk. <laughs> this a real talk, y'all, what I'm about to tell y'all, right? So she tells me uh uh I said, okay, so I look up a scripture, mm-hmm. right? And when I look up a, I looked up this scripture on atonement because the horse, you had the Greek name for the word atonement. Mm-hmm. And so I forgot what verse it was but I remember like God had given me revelation, like right on the spot. So let me just tell this to you all too. If you ever like, you know, God has you to do something to pray or whatever like that, you don't have to worry if you haven't researched something out or nothing like that. If God gives you that scripture, the Holy spirit will instantly give you the revelation for that particular moment. And I don't remember all of what I said, but I do remember that. That the Lord was talking about how being that uh He purposed for the 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 lady and you know her family um, to prosper in this particular thing, that means that the horses had to prosper, so that means that the horse needed to be healed in order for them to prosper, right? So then I began to just talk about how God had created this horse, yeah. right? So now I start like seriously, like the Lord began to take me in this vein where I started talking about how God had created this horse, how Mm -hmm. God had formed this particular horse, how there was a destiny for this particular horse. And it was all because we are all because, you know, of what Jesus had did on the cross. Mm -hmm. You know, we're able to see this this creation and be able to pray in faith for this horse to be healed. Right now, I I promise you all, what I'm gonna tell y'all, and I got witnesses as I begin to talk about this horse's destiny, y'all, the horse begins to start crying. Straight up, the horse starts crying, right? So now, I don't know nothing about horses. So I'm thinking that that's just some regular thing that horses do. I'm just like, okay, their eyes watering. Because, you know, a horse got the long face. Mm-hmm. So it ain't like no little tear coming a tear duct. It's like long tears, like, you know what I'm saying, coming down and then hitting the ground, right? Mm-hmm. So as I'm sitting in, and I'm talking about what Jesus wants to do for the horse and everything like that, yes. the, the mom and the daughter start freaking out. They're like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. And I'm like, what? They're like, oh my gosh, she's crying. Horses don't do this. You don't understand. We're horse people. We're horse people. Horses don't do this, right? And I'm like, really? So now, look, y'all. I'm, I'm really feeling kind of knowing it now, right. right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm feeling, you know, I went from zero faith to like, ah, oh, man, where these horses at? You, you know what I'm saying? Right. You know, right. so I'm trying to yeah, act yeah. on. I'm trying. You know what I mean? So Why look, I'm trying, that, right? I'm
1: trying to I'm act
2: on. Yo. Hey, look, so now I'm trying to act all holy. Now, I'm like, uh, uh, where's the oil? Go give me the oil. <laughs> go give me the oil. You know, I'm acting like I know what time it is. You know, so they go and get the oil. They get the oil, right? So I put some oil on my hand. I'm like, can I lay hands on a horse, right? They're like, yeah. So first I put my hand on the side. and I ain't going to front. There's a part of me, you know, I didn't I didn't just, you know, go with confidence and put my hand on it, you know, like I kinda, you know, was a little cause I was a big old horse, you know what I'm saying? So I was real like, you know, slow with my hand going on that horse, you know what I'm saying? Cause you know, I ain't wanna, you know, you know, I, I was I I didn't know if I was in pride or not, cause I got so hyped that the horse started crying, you know what I'm saying? So I ain't wanna get drop kicked to bring me back down, you know what I mean, by the horse. You know what I'm saying? So I sit here. I put my hand on the horse. I start praying for the horse, right? I start so, yeah, praying for the horse. I'm like, I, I promise y'all, like, I'm, I'm flowing the same way I would flow for a person. So I start seeing stuff. And then I hear the Lord, like, telling me, like, lay hands on the horse's head. Right? So I only did it because, you know, I'm just flowing with the Holy Ghost. Because I'm telling you, if not, I would have never asked to do this on the real. This is the big old horse. So I asked the lady, I said, can I put my hands on a horse's head? They said, yeah. Listen to this, y'all. The moment I came over to put my hand on the horse's head, do you know what the horse did before I put my hand on the horse's head? No. The horse bowed his head, y'all. Oh, wow. The horse bowed. I'm talking about like bowed, not, not like, you know, just went down and went up. He bowed his head like right when I'm about to put it on. You know, like a person would do when you are about to come. He just bowed like we are about to pray. He bowed his head. You know what I'm saying? And so now the mom and the daughter are tweaking again. They sitting there like, oh, my gosh. We we have to video this. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe that this is happening. Right? Seriously, right? So I put my hand on the horse's head. No, I'm be praying for the horse. So amazing. I'm told, I'm decreeing stuff over the horse, like, you know what I'm saying? Praying all of this stuff or whatever, right? So by the time we get through with that, you know what I mean, I'm like, look, where the rest of the horse is at? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> where the rest of the horse is at? You know? So I ended up praying for the other two she was talking about. Now, look, when I'm praying for this third horse, the name of this horse was Exodus 1414. 14. Oh, wow. So... When I go to pray for Exodus wow. 14, 14, I see a three-legged dog run towards me.
1: <laughs> in real life or in the
0: spirit. <laughs> no, in real
2: life, a oh, three-legged okay. dog. <laughs> Look, it was a three-legged dog. It literally ran. I so I'm, you know, I'm a little freaked. I was like. I'm like, man, what is going on up in here? You know, horses crying, bowing their heads. You got three legged dogs running right. around in this boy. What, what kind of weird. I, look, you know what I'm saying? I just came out here to get some money for the Jesus lover. You know what I'm saying? That's all. I'm just trying to raise this money for the thing. You know what I mean? We out here with horses and three legged dogs. You, you, you know was, what I'm saying?
1: Were, you were like the prophetic Dr. Doolittle.
2: Yeah, I did. Hey, look. <laughs> profit Doolittle. <laughs> so yo so check this out right so it was so it was so powerful it was so like really tripped out to where the person <laughs> to where, i promise you yo it was so tripped out to like yo i went and got a team of people i went and got a few people it was like yo Um, Y'all know some of y'all know like I like doing press strategies and stuff for people. So I was like, yo, like, we'll we'll do something like for your stable. Seriously. And so I got a few people together. And we came out there. They got to see the three legged dog for themselves. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's three legged dogs. just be running around. He got three legs, like not not like three and a half legs. He has three legs. That's it. Just just three. You know what I'm saying? No no little thing protruding out, nothing. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, so, yeah, we got to go vibe. We got to pray over the whole, um, we got to pray over the whole place. You know what I'm saying? Everything. And then that was even tripped out. You know, I, I that's a whole nother story. I don't even feel like going into right now, but I got witnesses, though. You know what I'm saying? Of how we ended up having a straight up like God moment. With the with the uh, uh, with the family, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it was crazy, yo. It was crazy, straight up.
1: Yeah. What's so <laughs> that was amazing. real?
2: That's true story.
1: Right. Yes. And what's so amazing about that is like, God cares about every part of creation. Mm. Like God. Yeah. cares About that. that yeah.
2: Horse
1: Capora. God was connected to the horse you know what I'm saying? And the other animals, just like God is connected to us and cares about us. That just blew my mind. Like when you, when you shared that blew my mind, I was like, wow, God cares. And then like the fact that God encountered the family that day, Mm -hmm. but you think if it was just like, any of you all that are on this broadcast watching, like if God sent us to a stable and the woman was like, can you pray for my horses? Like, would we have been sensitive enough to do what Philip did? You know what I'm saying? Or would that's we have course. gone in there and been like, Lord, bless these horses in the name of Jesus. Let your face Yo. shine upon them and all that. Keep the fleas off of them. You know, like, what would we have done if we were in that situation? Right.
2: You know, you, you know, you know what it makes me think of, though? This, this just hit my, hit my head. I was telling somebody about this the other day. I think they're they on the broadcast right now. So maybe that's why this came to my head. So, y'all, you know, God will train you for situations, right? He will, train, he will train you to be sent to that horse stable, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. to pray for the horses. So let me tell you the thing that popped in my head was there was a promise I made to God that I would never uh, turn down uh, uh, people who wanted prayer. And I'm going to tell you why, wow. why I did that. What, this is what happened now. Now. It, it was a real situation that happened. So this was probably I don't know Maybe I had been saved for like about a year and a half uh, Maybe two years something like that and I remember I was about to go out of town uh, my my boss's uh, uh, Father had passed and so um, I was going out of town to the funeral right and so it was Saturday morning, but it was late night Friday so you know i go to the hood whenever i miss my regular barber you know i go to the hood the hood barber because you know the hood barber shop is like the club it's gonna be open till like two in the morning you know <laughs> i mean they might have their drinks they might be in there smoking but you know i mean you know they're gonna be open there cut your hair you know and my buddy a guy grew up like with no. yeah we don't have oh, oh well in chicago
1: like here right oh okay we
2: well, well in chicago we do okay. so you know i'm not gonna say the name of the barbershop you know okay. but it's a childhood friend of mine you know uh so i hit him up so i go through this barbershop y'all it's like about 11 some night right now every time i come in any barbershop when i sit in a barber chair i'm either reading the bible or i'm reading some quote-unquote christian book every single time right without fail so this particular day i go And I sit in my chair, and I'm reading. I think I'm reading my word. I'm either reading the word, or I might have been reading an Eckhart book, something like that. So as I'm sitting there reading, y'all, these two dudes. Now, oh, I didn't paint the scene for you. It was literally like the club in there, Mm -hmm. okay? So what do I mean by the club? That means there are people in there who aren't waiting on a haircut, who literally just came through to get high and drunk. You know what I'm saying? So they up it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, they in there walking around with the cups and, you know what I'm saying, kicking it. In and, yeah, oh, yeah, they in there kicking it, music banging, in with you solo. know what I mean? You know, and I'm getting, right, and I'm doing scope in that boy. You know what I'm saying? I'm up in there meditating on the word. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> staying focused, you know? So these two dudes just come to me out of nowhere, and they nice. They just come out of nowhere and just be like, hey, yo, man, yo, could you please pray for us right now? wow Wow. and so it threw me off guard you know what i'm saying and these was like you know two hard dudes too Mm -hmm. so i was like and it was like yo right now and they pulled up a chair around my barber chair Mm -hmm. both of them and sat down like they waiting for me to pray for them Mm -hmm. so it threw me so off but i'm be all the way real with you i was also kind of scared too i was scared i was nervous because i was like Okay, I don't really feel like I'm really worthy to be doing this. I'm not like no super of this and that. Then they coming to me like all of this stuff coming to my head. So I tried to play it off and be like, "Hey, man, you know, I'm just trying to hurry up and get this haircut. You know what I'm saying? Because I got to go out of town in the morning. You know what I mean? So yo, like, you know, I'm, I'm cool. And they they kept on persisting on me praying for them, right? Mm, wow. And so they kept on and kept on. So what I did was i was like okay let me find a way to divert this so i could build my own courage up Mm -hmm. so what i told them was you know what i'll pray for y'all after we finish this haircut and they kept on pressing me on it but i kept on staying firm because Mm -hmm. i'm thinking like yo you know that way i can have me some time to get all super holy Get all super spiritual, doing my haircut. You know what I'm saying? You you know what
0: I mean? Yeah,
2: you know. Now, this is the thing. This is what ended up happening. What ended up happening was I wasn't able to pray for them after that. You Know what I'm saying? I wasn't able to pray for them after that. And I felt so convicted about that. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about I felt so convicted. You know, because you don't know what could I, you know what I'm saying? What God wanted to do with them at that moment. You don't even know. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, I felt so convicted that I had mm-hmm. told the Lord. I said, Lord, I, I promise it. Like, I felt so bad. And mm-hmm. I said, Lord, I promise you, like, if, if anybody ever comes to me for prayer, even if I'm worried about that thing, whatever, whatever it is, I promise, like, I would never turn them down. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I will always pray for them. Seriously. Right. So, you know. I didn't know that, you know, he was going to uh, test me out praying for a horse. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Lord, I'm called to the nations. Right. Send me, Lord. It's like, all right, the stable. You know, right. I will send you to the stable. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Thus says the Lord, the stable. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, so it, it, I just want to, like, encourage y'all that's like, listening, because I'm feeling like I'm talking on the phone to Lola and Dante right now. But, yo, like, like, whatever particular things that, you know, whatever you're going through, whatever you're doing in life or whatever like that, everything is a, is a, is a training ground mm-hmm. for a next thing. So it may look like it's something small, just like when David was killing a lion and a bear. He had no idea he was going to be having to kill Goliath. You know what I'm saying? He was being trained for that particular thing. Now, to us, lion and bears look like a big thing. But compared to a 9- or 10-foot man, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, that's, you know, you know what I mean? So yeah, that's, that's what that is. Y'all good? Y'all see a three-legged dog or something? Y'all no. <laughs> all
1: We see a two-legged kid. That's what we see. <laughs> that's hungry all the time. I'm glad you said that. Um, I've had situations where I knew God put people in front of me for me to talk to. Mm. I used mm. to ride the bus for a short period of time. I had seizures for those of you that don't know, like they just kind of came out the blue and I just started like being tormented with seizures. So I stopped driving for a little bit and I would ride the bus and have to take the bus where I needed to go. So I'm on the bus and I keep seeing this man, right? I keep seeing this man and I'm like, Lord, I feel like you want me to talk to this man. I'm not going to talk to this man because I'm just like, I don't want to do it. Like the thought of like talking to a stranger, it would honestly give me anxiety. Like back during this time, I dealt with a lot of fear. Like for Mm. those that have not heard my story, like I grew up just dealing with a lot of fear. I would be scared to walk down the hallway to use the bathroom at night. You know what I'm saying by myself? Like I just grew up with a whole bunch of fear. So I was like, I see this man. I feel like you want me to say something to this man but I'm scared to do it. I'm not going to do it. I saw him one day, right? I saw him another day and I was like, I'm still not going to talk to this man. I felt so bad the second day that I saw him and I missed the opportunity because he looked like there was just so much sadness in him. You know what I'm saying? And so the, the, that day I prayed, I was like, God, if you put this man back in front of me again, I was like, I'm going to talk to him. And so I see this man again, several weeks later. I was like, okay, I'm going to talk to this man. I had nothing to say to this man, Phillip. I had nothing, no word, no, nothing to say to him. I get on the bus and he was sitting there and I'm like, Hey, can I sit down with you? And so I sat down with him on the bus and we just started talking. And as we're talking, he said something in the moment. He said something into our 20 minute conversation. I felt the Lord, and the Lord gave me a scripture. It was a parable out of the New Testament. Jesus told a story, and he was like, There are two sons. A parent told one son what to do. The son said, I'm going to do it, but he didn't do it. The parent told the other son what to do, and the son said, I'm not going to do it, but he ended up doing it. And the man that I saw on the bus that God kept putting in front of me felt like he had missed his opportunity to do whatever God had called him to do. So Mm -hmm. in the moment that I was in, 20 minutes into our conversation, I hear the Lord drop this parable on me and I start talking to him and I gave him that message and that was the end of that. But God does do that, you know what I'm saying? He does send people to us. And if we don't do it, you know, we can apologize. And it's okay, because the Holy Spirit is there to convict us like, okay, I wanted you to do something. The Holy Spirit is like a trainer, right? He said that everything that we go through, like we're being trained. So the Holy Spirit is there to train us. And when we miss those opportunities, we can ask the Lord to help us make them back up. And then we can just ask for forgiveness and keep going. Because sometimes what you'll end up dealing with is like what the enemy sends, which is condemnation. Because I had another situation where this girl was asking me about, should I have an abortion? And I was like, "What? First of all, God, why did you have this random stranger come up and talk to me about that? Like, I don't. And I just started a job, and I didn't want anybody to know who I was. Meaning, I did not want anybody to know who I was in the Lord. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, "This person over here talking to me about this." And I and I did not say what I felt like the Lord was telling me to say to her, which was really just a lot of love and compassion. I just kind of just brushed it off, like, "I don't know, talk to your family." That's what I did, you know, talk to your family. Mm. And I felt so bad and I felt condemnation, but condemnation is not from God. God lets the Holy Spirit come in to convict us. Condemnation is like a curse when we condemn people. And when we allow the enemy to condemn us, it's like putting us in a jail, a jail of something that we're not because God is always looking at what he created and called us to be which is why conviction comes the holy spirit as the trainer to help us get there you know
2: yeah yeah yeah
0: all right have you been enjoying it so far good because we are not done i told you this is going to be a two-part episode and in the next episode lola my lovely wife goes public for the first time i mean first time ever about her final suicide attempt And my big brother, Mr. Philip M. Watson himself, tells us about a life-threatening experience that he had. So stay tuned.